2: Good morning, golfers. Your tee time awaits. It's the Tee to Green Golf Show here on WGR. Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tee to Green on WGR. Is presented by Woods to Wedges, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara and Briarwood. In one. It's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Menas.
3: Good morning, everyone. Happy Father's Day weekend. Just after 7 o'clock, 7.01 to be exact, here on WGR Sports Radio 550. It is our annual, our annual, our weekly, yes, golf show. Tee to green, presented by the Western New York PGA. <laughs> Woods to wedges, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf. And our home clubs where we are today, Fox Valley, Briarwood, and Tantera here today. In North Tonawana slash Pendleton. I see uh, people to say both locations. I don't know. I, I think Pendleton is on the other here. side of Campbell Road. I don't think this is Pendleton. So this is North Tonawana, I believe. Then, officially. I believe. Is, right. it, is it too early to have
2: a couple Mick Ultras? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm asking for, a father's, Day father's, for <laughs> father's Day weekend. Father's Day weekend. I've got to take this and stretch this, coat this off here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> you know, you, you've got the uh, the Puma TD Green uh, cover up, limited edition, by the way, Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> which they're great. I mean, uh, but it's, Brian, it's like 75 yeah, degrees I should out, take that man. Off. I yeah. should take it off. Yeah, here. you know, All right, take I will a layer it. off here. You're going to start You're gonna start making gravy here too early in the morning. Well,
0: we're know? not used to summer being here. That's you know? true. Our reflex is to throw a quarter sip Every, on every day, time
3: yeah. we leave for the show at, you know, 5-something in the morning on our Saturdays here, I always have that on. But I <laughs> did look to see, to put shorts on. So, yes, I'll make that adjustment. Anyway, we've got a, a jam-packed show, and we're excited because we have two hours this week. We're with you from 7 to 9.00 and a lot of U.S. Open talk throughout, and we're looking forward to doing that. It's been a very interesting tournament so far. We'll run you through everything that you need to know, what has happened so far in the first two days, what we expect to happen on the weekend, and of course we have other great things lined up. Three guests today. First, at about 7.45, Kevin Hofstetter from Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome going to join us to talk a little bit about what they do and. Also, just making sure that you're getting your clubs properly fitted and do you have the right shaft for your driver and for your iron. So we'll talk about that at 7.45. At 8.15, Steve Beatty from Custom Turf. Great local company that's doing great work across western New York and putting in some maybe dream putting greens in your man cave, in your basement, or in your backyard. And all other stuff that they do, too, whether it may be for your son's playground or for your pet. He can tell you all about that. Steve Beatty from Custom Turf at 8.15. And then Kevin Sandwich from the Leecom. Yeah, Leecom Health Challenge, which is coming up the, the first of com tour. Yeah, at peak of July. I
2: said July. July.
3: July. <laughs> first,
2: first week of July. That's 8.30. That's uh, at 8.30, yeah. So looking forward to hearing that some of the players that will be coming uh, this year. You know, they had... The play, they had a four-man playoff last year. Three of those players on the PGA Tour this year—you uh, know, Rick Lamb, who was the winner, CT Pan, and uh, Don Bozzelli, who secured his card for next year with the a top ten guy. last year. Excuse me, last week at uh, Memphis. Yeah, from Rochester. So
0: we've had him on the show, and we had so him on the, got the a show, little show last Show karma, Dominic. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He, it was a show karma. It, it was. <laughs> Remember, we
3: had him on, and then he played great down at Peak and Peak. <laughs> And that course, Kev, you were there this week just kind of doing some work and checking it out. It's, uh, it's a nice track for a web.com event and something that people in Western New York should be excited about. Well, it's a nice track. Too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even if they're not playing
0: golf, that's a great place to walk around. It's yeah. beautiful down
2: there. Well, we went through it. We, there was uh, perhaps some of you saw it Thursday night on Channel 2. We were in primetime, uh, a preview show for the Lecom Health Challenge. And Dwayne Randall uh, took us through the golf course on uh, some of the holes and, you know, the pro tees were and, mm-hmm. Um, some of the changes they're going to make this year to the golf course. Uh, and he played yeah. in the event. He played in the event. He's actually playing this week out in Oregon. Yes, he is in the in the Club Professionals
0: National Championship. He's a he's an excellent player. I yeah. mean, I, everybody knows Dwayne's a great player. Yeah. So he will uh,
2: he seems to represent Western New York uh, almost every year in that event. Great great player, great guy,
3: and a great facility down there. We're at a nice facility here today, too, Tantera. Yep. We're at Tantera, and people are already off and playing. It is golf weather already here, as we said. It's in the 70s already. And Jeff, this—what uh, do you think the ball uh, travels well in weather like this?
0: Well, it's a little humid for the ball to travel too well. And I yeah. think it might be a little sticky. bit sticky out there yeah. today. But you know, this is—it's still finally we're getting some weather where you can go out in nice long days and you can it's, play your golf. And uh, it's the grass awesome is growing.
3: Uh, yep. to play this early too. Like if people that—if if there's people that like to play early, which clearly there are here because we've seen people going off ever since we've showed up. This is a, a great time of the year to do it because you've got the daylight. Yep. And uh, even out there, seeing you get it. off now, you're done by eleven. You can right, you can, you can make a, make a lot. Yeah, yeah. The, guys the guys
2: who don't like it, at the superintendent, so they got to get out even earlier, right? Because <laughs> they got to get, get ahead of the golfers. Ah, but are. they're done early today too. So yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's nice too with, now that our, our weather is more stable. I'll say, although I you know tomorrow afternoon is not going to be great. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Um, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, with that jinx here, but you know, now we're finally like a good banquet. We get some roll yeah, uh, on the sorry. fairways here. Uh, you know, there was not uh, there wasn't any roll early on. it was just. You know, and, and plugging. So now, at least you get some release. And uh
0: You know who likes to talk about roll? Older golfers like you and I. <laughs> yeah, so the young kids, I never hear them say, ah, I'm glad I got all that roll today. Yeah, So, uh, but it is nice to get the weather going. It is nice to get golf in full swing. It finally feels like uh, we're here. We're ready to play golf. And what really makes it feel great is the U.S. Open is finally here. And it's one of my favorite things. So I, I don't watch a ton of PGA Tour on Thursday and Friday, but the U.S. Open, um, you're definitely watching that Aaron Hill's uh pretty interesting story out there. That's a good golf course. A very, great visuals. You know, I think yes, the USGA yeah. did a nice job with that. Now, if you want to talk about how Fox is broadcasting it um, and some of the color the announcements they have, it's a it's a little different. But um, but they're doing some nice things and it, it's fun to watch. And uh, we got to give it up to Brian a little bit uh, was during our picks last week. Right. Uh, I did. Most of us did not do so well, losing guys like John Rom and Dustin. Johnson. Yeah, I Ronson. tweeted
3: my pick of DJ. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Not you, Brian. The. I think yes. the word. Yeah, it was... Uh, you Go know ahead, what? brag, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, I took Brooke, Brooks Kepka, which I was like, you know what? I'm going to f- try to find somebody off the radar in terms of the top, you know, 10, 12, 15 in the world. And he just... I feel like he's been playing well as of late, and I know he hits it far, and I knew figured Aaron Hills is such a long course. But, you know, I'll... Uh, he
2: won't win, but... Yeah. I'll at least huh? brag for the next no, two hours. No, he's playing well. But no, I, he is playing well. I, I, I think he's got a chance to win he's he got a guys, ch- I'd be stunned. I, I'm just saying, from from... Covering him on the course and seeing uh, demeanor and stuff, I don't know that.
3: You think between the ears he doesn't have it right you, at this moment yeah, I don't think career? he thinks his
2: way around the golf course well enough
0: to win. But yeah, don't right you now. think this would be a course that would set up for his game better it, than most? It does, most because it does of the win. Yes. I mean, not, not just because of his distance. I mean, he's a awesome player i mean he's got skills yes. in every arena but um but this course may give him an advantage over some of those other guys i think as far as if he slips a little bit or has a bad day there's a, there's a little bit of room between the fairways out there i think he's he's got a chance if he can pull it together that's for, i mean yeah let's let, let's talk
2: about the, the the golf course if we can uh at, at the start here then we'll get into some of the players who are in contention and those who miss the cut which is incredible yeah players that miss the cut but you know the golf course uh, so much scrutiny on the golf course, Aaron Hills, because of the fescue and you know several players uh, putting vines out there in videos. And Kevin Na, you know, had the one where he drops the ball in there and just complained. Can we get a setup? So they 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 cut down some of the fescue. Mm-hmm. The USGA. Yet the fairways are some of the widest that we've ever seen in the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Very generous fairways in the U.S. Open and. I, you know, I think that's why we're seeing some of the scores that we're seeing. This is not typical U.S. Open scoring where, hey, they had tight fairways, and if you're in the rough, just I'm talking the regular rough, not the fescue, um, you, you had to basically chip back out. It was penal. doesn't seem that penal at times. The greens and bunkering are the real yeah. challenges to protect par on this golf course, along with the length, which doesn't seem to be – That huge of a factor.
3: Well, remember, the length is going to, in some sense, comparable to other U.S. Opens, look a little skewed because this is par 72, not par 70. So there's more par fives. So I think in that sense, first of all, pros love par fives because that's their scoring holes. So maybe that's – you've got a couple extra fives. That's maybe part of the piece, maybe, why you're seeing a couple more birdies. But I agree with you, Kevin. Like, look what John Ron did yesterday. He's – grinding to try to see if he can maybe make the cut late. And he goes in one of those bunkers around the green, and then it he has to, essentially hits a shot. It flies right out. A shot that, like I've hit, you know, just kind of <laughs> doesn't even get higher than your head level, just flies right out. He gets mad about it. Those I think the areas around the green are is going to be what determines maybe the champion here at the end, how they handle it, or do they just stay out of the trouble? Because you're right, the fairways are wider, and I think the distance, at least for this part, you know, other than Kepka, Brian Harmon, Paul Casey, Tommy Fleetwood, these aren't guys that are bombers. We'd say. Yeah, Har- Harmon actually, for a little guy, it's amazing how far that guy yeah. hits the golf ball. Uh, he's good. I think good, around he the won greens, this year at Wells Fargo. Yeah. That's a good tournament. I think tournament. around the greens is where it's going to determine our champ.
0: But I, it, what I like is every year the U.S. Open showcases a new facility. You know, and this is a new facility. It's a public facility. It's a different type of golf course, and I think they're starting to do the things. Better. you know we 're seeing low scores i mean it 's fun to watch these guys hit these wild shots at the u s open and, and make dull and hit it in the hay but you 're also seeing the leaders well under par through two rounds you know you 're not seeing them above par or anything now the wind really hasn 't gotten up or anything like that, which I think is a good defense of the course but They're making it so it's more. There are more birdies out there. You know, wider fairways. Even though the course is long, the ball goes so far. These guys hit it so far. There's going to be a million birdie chances, and you still get to see all the. I love the green surrounds. I love the bunkering. I love the natural look. I love all those things about this facility, and uh, and I do like that they're rotating. You know, what makes Masters great is we know the golf course or TPC, and what makes the uh, U.S. Open great is we're going all over the country seeing all different golf courses,
2: and it's not stupid penal right now. Yeah, but. i mean i do i I do like that you know we're focusing on these great facilities um but and i I don't know if they've got it right or not they 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 are the most criticized championship of the majors for sure i mean there's just a, and players aren't afraid for to good criticize reason. The, for good u s g a the ruling last year at oakmont i mean just you know bizarre as, as that was the setup at whistling Straits um you know, it was, uh, you know, their TV partner. We can certainly criticize that, yeah. too. Uh, although, Fox, I'm willing to work for you. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just, you know, there's some things that, you know, I think all of us, uh, you know, who watch golf all the time or working. They, they should do this instead of that. But well, people we, like their golf a certain way. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's done a certain way for yeah. a reason. The formula works. NBC and CBS uh, and Golf Channel do it this way for a reason because it works. Even ABC, uh, when they did golf, hey, this, you know. It's traditional. Do right. it this way. It's what people expect. Give them what you want. You go to McDonald's, I expect the hamburger and fries to taste a certain way. Give me what I expect. Boom, deliver. Don't change it on me. That's why I keep going there. But, anyhow, I, the, the golf courses are fine moving them around, but um, not setting up the traditional way. Like, to me, the U.S. Open was always about the tee shot for me. Like, I mean, you've got to find the fairways. Uh, you know, here you have these giant fairways. Do you think they could have made them more narrow? Maybe it's not the same integrity of that golf course, but to me that's the integrity of the U.S. Open. I don't know if it's the integrity of the U.S. Open. It might be the brand of the U.S. Open. Right, and the I brand. Think, and you,
0: I yeah. think part of that is the courses they played. You know, you played the tree-lined. Pinehurst, e- right? Pinehurst, Oakmont, Oak. Yep. Congressional. Yeah. Oak Hill back in the day. Oak Hill. Day. But, but
2: Oakmont's not really tree-lined anymore anyway. True. Yeah. That, they they that, took money out. So uh, it, it looks like, it, it to me. It used to be, though. Yeah. It, it, we're, it looks like we're playing the Open Championship. You, you know, they call it the British Open now because you have these open, Link-style mm-hmm. looking golf. Well, it's a Heartland golf course is what Aaron Hills has described at. Um, but they they make these decisions from 30,000 feet from the USGA because they're trying to move this tournament
0: around the country. They're trying to get new golfers. They're trying to introduce they're trying to introduce water conservation's a big thing with the USGA. So you're going to see less so you're not going to see plush green Augusta looking golf courses for the US Open. It's just not going to happen. You're going to go to the West Coast cuz the TV's good. You know all those things. And Pebble made, Beach is a US Open. Right. Facility. And the, but the, and that'll be in the road, I'm sure, but yeah. you know, but they're looking to build golf. They're looking to showcase What's great about golf, and I think they're doing a better job. I think they had that attitude for a while where we're going to punish these golfers. We're, you're going to watch them make doubles. It's going to be slow grinding rounds where they're easing a little bit more into let's let them make some birdies. Let's give our, our television entertainer, our, our fans and, and people watching to see great golf instead of watching guys putt for double bogey every third hole. So well,
3: I, I think that the USGA knows that they had that pressure coming in this week, Kevin, with the controversy of previous years, but highlighted, of course, last year by Dustin Johnson and their ruling that was wavering over the course of the the final holes of the tournament. Does, was Dustin Johnson winning by two? Was he winning by one? Was he tied at one point? You know, are they going to penalize him? Are they not going to penalize him? I think that they just, they realized, look, we have to have a controversy-free week, and I don't know if that had anything to do with them either making the fairways wider or doing what we thought was a reaction to a Kevin Nav video of them cutting down some fescue here and there. But that I, I just, I just think that they want – look, at their president last year misspoke, and she did a bad job of representing what they want the USGA to be about, and they obviously handled the rules very poorly, I think. Mike Davis and his course setup, I think over the last decade, if you take it as a blanket, I think is doing a better job. I like how there's variety. I like how there's some risk-reward. I like how one day the hole may play really long, and the next day it might be a drivable par 4, how he moves the tee back and forth. So I think they're – I think they're starting to get it but I think that they are just they are under a huge microscope you're right this tournament is under a lot of pressure every year for the course setup is it fair is it not fair is it tough is it the right amount of toughness the players of course you're right they are more vocal about this. Do you think they would say anything about this if Augusta National had no, a hole they that they not. thought was unfair? Absolutely not. No. They would fear the backlash. How dare you say anything bad about Augusta National? Well, well this, 50 this tournament National. is just like free, and and you're not going to even see it at the Open Championship because it's supposed to be brutal weather there, and sometimes it is unfair with the wind. And I just for whatever reason, it, I mean, partially, it's a lot of it is due to the West, the uh, the USGA's own fault because they have at times taken some liberties, which I think they haven't, which allows players to go after them. So now it's just kind of like this open door, I think, all the time. Hey, something's not right. I'm a player. I'm going to say something because that's kind of the hip thing to do against the USGA.
0: But there's a change in attitude in the USGA
3: and the PGA and everybody who's engaged in golf, and we're trying to
0: make it more open, more inclusive, more universal. And so I I think that's all part of that move that you talked about from going from those tree-lined fairways with the rough you know, people. I can hit that shot. You know, people also want to say, "Hey, I can hit an eight iron from 150 yards to a foot." You know, so um, I think there's a lot of that involved too. But they do. They are. I like the direction they're going. Slowly but surely.
2: I I do think it is great, and I'm not I'm not overusing that word. I'm not. I I mean it. I think it's great that they're holding the major championship at a public facility. Agree. I think that's fantastic. I do too. Because we watch it you play people want to go play it you know uh, it's like winning the lottery or even hard you know play augusta national um sometimes uh, unless you want to call our buddy tj rule from golf away tours to go play in scotland at some of the the championships um you know hard to do sometimes unless again call tj by the way (laughs) at golf away tours so it'll set that up for you but uh so you can go and play some of those but uh you know there is a cost to it and such PGA championships. I'm trying to think they'll let Whistling Straits. Mm-hmm. It's a public facility. You yeah. can go play Whistling You'll Straits. You'll see more public facilities. Right. I, I, in the, I in the think um, the USGA has a responsibility because, right, they're supported by all the members. Mm-hmm. Like, you can join the USGA. So, any golfer can join the USGA. They have a membership uh, thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I think they have an obligation to their members to hold championships at courses that are accessible. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Hills is accessible. It does look like a fantastic place to play golf. It doesn't look like a bad golf course to me. It just looks different, um, and it really started with whistling straights, although I say that, and then Shinnecock Hills, where it is next year, you know. One of Link's the hardest out. places in right, the world to right. get right. on, by the way. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, right, yeah. uh, one of the most <laughs> difficult. Uh, you've been there, and uh, to the, the play yeah. golf there. I know a couple guys that play golf there, but, uh, you know, uh, well-heeled. Yeah,
0: well, and the USGA has 50 million experts watching them. You know, everybody's a golfer has their opinion of what it should be, and and so many of your average everyday golfers are engaged with the USGA every day. You know, they they're proud of their US. They get their gin handicap through the US. So everybody's engaged with them. So they're all eyes are on them, and it's a tough
2: job to do to run a huge event like that and and make every. You're not going to make everybody happy, no. no. Uh, I thought it was very interesting. You know, while we're talking about course setup and. Yeah, you know, people were were criticizing. Players were criticizing. Roy McIlroy, <laughs> so, you know, stop criticizing. Yet he, he couldn't find a fair way to save his life. That was incredible. How poorly not only he played, but uh, Jason Day played, Dustin Johnson. I mean, the one, two, and three in the world missed the cut. It, yeah, and
0: that's the first time in history, right, that yeah. that's happened. Yeah, uh, peculiar. I mean, how do you how would you predict that? You know, it's it goes to the. Uh, the the nature of golf, trying to get your arms around who's going to win and who can play well that week, and what little thing will turn to make a player have a great week. Well,
2: it, you know, it, it, it seems peculiar, but uh, when when we you know take our forensic accounting of their scorecards, really just look at what they've done this spring, uh, Dustin Johnson injury, yep. you know, the, the fall to Masters, and, and just you might had say it hasn't big, been the same.
0: Uh, it has, no, it has not yeah. been the
2: same, and they just had. You know the second child, he and Paulina Gretzky. Um, so that's certainly a factor. Roy McElroy, the rib, and you know he's been distra- he got married, um, you know, which is great. And these are great events in their life. I mean these are, I mean, but anybody out there listening right now, I don't care if it's your job, right? I mean it's a distraction, mm-hmm. a good one to be married, to have have a child. Those are great things in your life. Um, so that certainly makes sense. Jason Day. Same thing he's had some injury issues, and he had a personal issue, his mother's battle with cancer, so you know people who want to criticize it like there are factors outside factors and as you Jeff, as you know, and I'm sure you, you tell students hey and as we all know, hey, if things are out of balance in life or just uh, other events going on, like it affects you on the golf course
0: yeah and I, and I think in a way that it doesn't affect other sports which are reactionary sports you know golf there's so much time between shots if you've got things going on off the golf course if you'd rather be home with your children than on the golf course you're not going to play well i mean everybody would rather be home with their children for the most part but um you know, uh, that depends. <laughs> <laughs> I said for the most part. Yeah, but um uh, all those things time. definitely affect and how much practice time and how you're focused and if you're engaged in each shot. So all those things are certainly certainly factors. But um, you know, but it is nice. I, it, on the counterpoint, it is nice to see a Brooks Capkill play. Watch a guy like that play golf for uh, the next thirty six holes and learn about his game and what made him a great player. So so I'll enjoy
3: it either way because it's a great golf tournament. It is 721 here on the TD Green Golf Show. We're live at Tanterra Golf Club in North Tonawanda. Thanks for being with us. Brian Colesiel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis, the great general manager of Tantara, Scott Arnold, just walking by right now. I think
2: it's more of a strut. It's
0: not strut.
3: Really, he's not really walking. It looked like a stroll to me. A like
2: like
0: <laughs> a strutty stroll. A know? proud yeah. man
2: looking over his manicured lawn. Yes. That's right. <laughs>
3: Master of all I survey. Scott, thanks for having us here this week. Appreciate it. Got uh, doing a great job here at Tantara, and uh, hey, while I've got it here, might as well mention it, that Tantara has a very cool event coming up to celebrate July 4th weekend. Uh, they're going to be hosting an Independence Day celebration on Monday, July 3rd with fireworks. Scott, are you actually setting off these fireworks yourself? No, okay. hand- he says no. Leave that to prof- you should, everybody should leave that that's to right. professionals.
0: That's right. I live down the street, so I'm excited about it. I'll get to watch it. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> don't make it too late, though. I go to bed a
1: little early. Fireworks.
3: Yeah. Uh, you got to wait till it's dark, Jeff. Oh, yeah, darn. I may right. not see that. <laughs> uh, bounce houses, food, and beverages. And uh, tickets are available, of course, for members, but they also welcome guests as well. You can check out all the details. Tantara GC for Tantara Golf Club. Tantara GC dot com for details again that's monday july 3rd so maybe you might even have july 4th plans but you're off on july 3rd something cool that you can check out here at tantara again tantera gc dot com for details on that on july 3rd golf courses are great places to watch fireworks by yeah. the way because it's so spread out there's grass
0: everywhere you get so many different vistas of it yeah it's a, it's a neat place to watch some fireworks exploding golf ball sales go up <laughs> on
2: july 4th don't they
0: i'm sure there's a spike yes there, there I should I, be
2: right yes uh, you ever hit one of those? The Anybody yeah. yeah. ever sneak one of those on the tee for you? Who
0: falls for that? Have you ever yeah. seen them? They don't look anything like a golf ball. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they, they look okay. like a piece of chalk down there. <laughs> one note before
3: we get to our first break here in terms of the course setup that we mentioned and we're just debating here over the last 10 minutes or so. Do you expect that they will make it any sort of drastic change or make it tougher? Or do you think that they like where it's at in thought that maybe the winner ends up being double digit under par by the end of this tournament? Because they said it may rain at some point over the weekend there. Which I makes think they it were. I, I
2: think they were expecting. I, I think one of the reasons why they cut down some fescue wasn't because Kevin Na. I think they were expecting more severe weather than they received. Yeah. And wind. And, and rain. And rain. That and, gets thick. Yeah, that hasn't hadn't really happened during play. So, um, yeah, they, they may. They, they may. Uh, you know, the, one of the greens. Uh, I was listening to the coverage yesterday on uh, PJ Tour Radio, and. Early on, the green was at 13.5 on the stint meter, one of the par threes. I forget I which one it was. I mean, 13.5 on the stem meter. Think about that for a second. That is that is rapid. Yeah, we have them at 12.5 at the par <laughs> right. club, and yeah.
0: it's, it's a little... Yeah it's, yeah, it's wonder. It's okay. the best stuff in the world to putt on, but uh, but I do think just the nature of the golf course throughout the the week and the tournament play that it will get a little tougher. The yeah. they won't be in there to cut the rough. The the course gets a little more worn out from all the traffic and everything else. And, and but I don't think they care if the scores go really low. I think they want an entertaining tournament and a well run tournament, and that's all they care Nobody, about. Nobody,
3: the yeah. players aren't complaining. No. Right now, for yeah. the most part. They are complaining Especially before, but... They're Paul not. Paul Casey, Brian Harmon, Tommy Fleetwood, right. and Brooks Kapka, They are not complaining. But no. even
2: a guy like Billy Horschel tweeted out, you know, he missed the cut, didn't play well, and he said, you know what, a great golf course, great setup, wish I had two more rounds. So, you know, players are going out of their way to say, you know what, the course is fine. Oh, and we're a long way from identifying who's going to win this tournament yet, yeah, too. Right.
0: So
3: now we're just getting to the weekend, and there's a lot of people close, so... When we come back, we'll talk about the history that Jeff mentioned, the top three in the world missing the cut, Day, Dustin Johnson, Roy McIlroy, and if you uh, maybe were not on Twitter late last night, Kevin, Jeff, I you, saw it. did you see Steve Elkington go hard at Roy McIlroy and then McIlroy fire back Ooh, I did not so see much this. better oh, yeah. about Mac- McIlroy missing the cut We'll tell you all about it. Essentially, Elkington is saying, Rory, I'll I'll paraphrase it. Tell and then us when we'll we go, come back. We'll go into the details. He's saying oh. Rory is only about the money. Okay. So we'll get into all that coming up here as we roll on our special two-hour edition of Tee to Green here for U.S. Open Week. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers listening out there. We appreciate you listening to us here. We're live at the beautiful Tantera Golf Club in North Tonawanda. Back with more in a moment with Kevin Sylvester and PJ Pro Jeff Metis. I'm Brian Colziel here on WGR. Nate has uh, w- w- the-, the younger, cooler crowd. Nate says he's taking Jason Day. Once again, Nate, not too good. That was last week. Our, uh, one of our great producers for the show, Nate Geary. Who I think in shame took this week off. That's why we have the wonderful Derek Kramer back <laughs> in studio for that pick of Jason Day. Jeff, alertly you responded instantly by saying bad pick yeah. bad pick. Well. You knew apparently that Jason Day was going to uh, hold on here, let me scroll I also all knew, the way down to uh plus ten missing the cut. I also knew that John Rahm would miss the cut. Yes. So well you took uh, Rahm. Brilliance, right.
2: brilliance. Yes. I may have picked Day in a different pool.
3: Yeah. May have. <laughs> yeah, have. yeah, Hey, Derek. I may make, have, but make sure, I also took Siwoo Kim. Make That's sure you pick. queue up the uh, the spot where I took Brooks Kepka for another break here. <laughs> I took Justin Rose in the
2: same pool too. I'm surprised. Who missed it one. by one? You know he's got some back issues. Because man. Yeah,
3: let's talk about uh, all these guys that have missed the cut here. By the way, welcome back, T.D. Green, live at Tantera here in North Tonawanda. Beautiful day. Happy Father's Day weekend, everyone. And our presenting sponsors of the show with the Western New York PGA Woods to Wedges Michelob Ultra. Custom Turf and our home clubs where we are today, Tantara, along with Fox Valley and Briarwood. Still to come, our Western New York PGA tip of the week, our Encore Golf and Cobra Puma Golf check of the U.S. Open full leaderboard, our Champions Tour report brought to you by Absolute Care. We'll check on what some of the Champions Tour players are doing here at this week's U.S. Open with no Champions Tour event this week. And we've got lots of guests coming up. 7.45, Kevin Hostetter from Woods to Wedges, Eight fifteen, Steve Beatty from Custom Turf, and eight thirty, Kevin Sandage. Sand, they say it right? Sandage. Sandage from the LeCom Health yeah. Challenge, from the Web. dot com Tour event down at Peak and Peak. So a lot of good By stuff. By the way, here Steve
2: Beatty is not Warren Beatty's brother. No, I just wanted to dispel. You that asked myth. him that. I did ask him yes. that. Yes. <laughs> well,
3: you. you could, I met him,
0: so I never really thought that. So. <laughs> <laughs> His tan wasn't as impressive. No, no, the, the
1: <laughs> flow, he didn't have the flow.
2: By the way, you, you know if if. You know, you want to see, not only go to CustomTurf.com, dot com, and he's going to join us later, but if you're ever at Eastern Hills Mall over by the food court, they got a great display over there—the the cool stuff that they do.
3: Absolutely. All right, uh, guys that have missed the cut. Uh, here are some of the names, but I wouldn't say necessarily like, holy cow, what happened here? Rose misses it by one. He was a pick that, you know, I would have thought maybe coming in would have contended. He's he's just – he putts great. He grinds. He seems like a guy that's not phased by the pressure.
2: Just missed one of the masters. Yeah. Right.
3: He just did. Adam Scott misses the cut along with Henrik Stenson. They both missed it by two shots at plus three.
2: Stenson's been uh, battling injury, in, injury stuff too. So,
3: Bubba Watson plus four. He's had really, really Bad. A disappointing <sighs> years.
2: Well,
0: I wonder for that ball. You know, he switch balls. And they, I, I don't. Know. I do you don't think? Want, do you
3: think the you fact should go that go the encore balls? Do yeah, you ball think big. the fact? So I was. I was having this conversation yeah. this week about Bubba Watson. Do you think of the fact that he physically has undergone such a change in terms of he's lost quite a bit of weight? In some sense, he. No, I does agree. that does that change your swing at all when you have Wait, a, lot, a big think, weight change? I, I, well, good or bad? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely does,
0: and I can't see how it'd be bad. That's uh, why I'm staying my same. Okay. Size. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Kevin <laughs> says I am not going to com- vary. I'm comfortable with my golf swing right now. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm, I'm putting health
3: risks over my golf game. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh <laughs> Well, I no, you know, but nothing there. You think? I,
0: I think you know. He no. I don't. I think it can only help. I I, okay. I, I don't think that's a, a negative. In any way, you always feel better. Your body moves better. Uh, you know, get in the gym with those TPI guys. All that stuff. You're you're just going to be better for it. I can't see how it would hurt. I think you could overdo it. You know, and not and you feel bad and you're hitting the gym too hard and you're and you're you're fatigued on the golf course if you're not managing it properly. But uh, he's a professional athlete. He should be able to handle.
2: He's a it. he's a hands player. Yep. Right. And the timing of it if it's just off it's right i mean bubba was all or nothing well, when he was when he's playing well when he's winning he's an all or nothing guy and it's it's off something's off
0: well he he definitely has an unorthodox move at it that does require us it's it's hands, it's timing, but it's also a ton of confidence. So I think a player like him, if he loses confidence, there's a little twitch at the bottom. Then instead of committing to the shot completely and and hitting a brilliant shot, you know it's going to go way offline because of his mechanics. And uh, once that slips, it, you know it could be one swing, one shot that you start to get it back, but it also could take a long, long time. His
2: putting hasn't been great this year, too. I mean, if you really want to look at stuff, uh, you know, putting is so crucial, uh, obviously, but. Yeah. And the reason I, I say that I, I watched him work on ten footers for about an hour mm-hmm. of this drill at the match play on the putting green, and I had him in a match. I forget whom he beat, but he won the match, and he made probably six putts within that range that were were not gimmies and were just out of sight. Like i right, surely making this, and he was, and he made them. And I remember interviewing him after the round, and he said. Oh, I brought up the, the work in the putting green. I said, that drill you're doing yesterday. He's like, yeah, yeah, that really, really paid off uh, today. I really have been rolling it well, something I had not been doing this year. So, And, and Jordan Spieth, the same thing, by the way. He was the His best putt- in the world. Yeah, yeah, was number two. He's dropped to, like, 50th, which still pretty good, but that's not – uh, Jordan Spieth norm, but that's you know if that's a shot or a shot and a half around over four days. Now right. you're starting to add, now you got something. Yeah. Um, and Spieth's it's an alignment issue. Right? Is he's, he's acknowledged that he's had an alignment issue with his putter, and, and,
0: and that's typical. You know, it, we talk about stats. I think the stats are that. Uh, six footers, fifty percent are made by tour players. So right around six feet is where yeah. the drop off. is. Think about that, right? That's amazing. So expectations yeah. on putting are often unrealistic, even if you're a great putter. You know, <laughs> right. it, it's more about speed and all that. But and but when you're watching the PGA Tour players win, they're putting amazing that week, and that's the difference. And that's why Jordan Spieth was able to be great for a while. And that's why when you see you you see these stats when guys are winning events, they're what they're nine for ten from inside ten feet this week and stuff like that where that's above the norm and that's why they're three shots ahead of everybody. So um that's that's the difference between playing great and all these players. Adam Scott, he, is there a better swing in the world? Right. I don't think so. You know, so it's the, there's the scoring.
2: I always look at um two stats when putting comes um in preparation when you're going out Saturday Sunday with with lead groups for uh the radio cuz you know, we we do a lot of prep going out there so we can reference Oh yeah, he just made a twenty five footer. Matter of fact this week he's made two hundred and eighty feet of putts. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the length in putts made and the number of putts, obviously. Um if there's shorter distance putts made with more putts, obviously he's not putting well. But, you know, if there's a longer distance like wow, he is rolling it great. Ball striking, you know, uh, factors in your distance, you know, proximity, uh to yeah, so the trees you're hitting. Yeah, all these things go yeah. go into it, but uh yeah, the putting is, is where it's at for sure. Well, they all strike it great out
0: there, every single one of them.
3: That's right. Other guys that have missed the cut, McElroy, we'll get to him and his Twitter battle with Steve Elkington here in a moment. Dustin Johnson, the defending champion. We mentioned him earlier, plus four. He does not play the weekend. A defending, well, a previous U.S. Open champion, not a surprise, but on Hel Cabrera, I want to mention some former Open champions. He'll be
2: playing down at peak and peak. He's going to be. Yes, yes, that's right. Hel Cabrera.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, Get him in the pro-am Other big names to miss The cut here We go down to plus 10 Jason Day Billy Horschel A recent winner on tour Plus 13 Danny Willett The former Masters champion Of two years ago Struggled in his opening round Then withdrew He said he had a back injury So that's why you see him Listed last On the leaderboard right now John Rahm Surprising that he misses The cut as well I would say But let's get to McElroy Plus 5 Ends up missing the cut. Shoots 78-71. So the first round really does him in. The 71 under par. He'll take it. He almost actually aced his final hole. He played the ninth hole last yesterday and put it, what, less than a foot. But this morning, of course, uh, we get good stuff on Twitter, as always, (laughs) from Steve Elkington and Rory McIlroy, who's also very active on Twitter. Uh, Elkington, in response to McIlroy missing the cut here, is a good exchange of tweets here, so stay with me. Elkington says, to kind of start the whole thing off, Rory is so bored playing golf. Without Tiger, the threshold is probably four majors with 100 mil in the bank. McIlroy immediately responds, puts a picture from his Wikipedia page showing all the majors he's won all the tournaments and achievements and awards, players of the years all these sort already. of things right, and he, Rory responds and says, more like two hundred mil not <laughs> not bad for a quote bored twenty eight year old and plenty of more where that came from, okay, and then of course, there's about there's thousands of you know the gifts out there with people sending pictures saying, "Oh, Rory just burned Elkington and all that sort of stuff, so then but that's what you like about Rory. That's why he's going to be good. That's a great attitude. More Elkington says, knew you were a money guy. Spelled new wrong, by the way. Right. Jack won 18 and never mentioned his total cash. It was 5 mil. Well, McElroy then responds to that and talking about that's why Jack designed 100 golf courses. And it's new, by the way, with a K. Must have not taught grammar in the 50s. (laughs) Elkington responds, you're right. You're the $2 million guy. $200 million. Yeah, $200 million guy. So it keeps going and going. ESPN's Twitter handle jumps in. Other players are jumping in. But uh, the Twitter world is having fun with it this morning. There's a couple more exchanges with Elkington with some other responses to it. But the crux of it there is, Jeff, that Elkington essentially saying Rory's bored. He's in it for the money. He's not motivated. Tiger's not there to push him. What do you make of it? I, who trolls out a tweet like
0: that at, at Rory McIlroy? I mean, like it, it, the point, he is only 28 years old still, and he hasn't been good the last few majors. He's struggled a bit. But, you know, he's there's still all the skill in the world there, and he's just a, hes so very young. I would I, – I,
2: I don't know. Elkington obviously does not uh, follow the PGA tour. Uh, because Royal McElroy was the FedEx Cup champion last, last year. year. Yes. He had this great run in August and September yep. and was playing incredible golf. Board board players By the way,
3: don't do that. He played Amazing at the Ryder Cup, let's not forget, even though you're lost. Yeah, correct. Yes. Great just, point. <laughs> yes. And when he gets <laughs> By the way, how much money did he make in that event?
2: Uh, well, they get money for charity. Correct. For their, for their foundation. But that's not but even a a paying event. He,
3: he, listen, <laughs> I'm
2: you know, I, I, I'm going to – I don't know if you've had a chance uh, to interview Roy McIlroy – well, at the PGA, at media, the PGA media day
3: right. in o- at Oak Hill and o- 13. Right. How do you think yeah. he came
2: across oh, at the PGA? wonderful. Meeting. You were there too, I was Jeff, there right? for all that. Yeah, yeah
3: all the
0: press guy. he's he handles him. He comports himself like a complete gentleman every time and he he's great. Yeah, all right. He's great. He's, he's great the result. same
2: way off mic. Is he? It's the same way. Married
0: a Rochester girl.
2: Yeah. And I'll tell you, I I don't have a bad thing to say about Rory McIlroy. Right. Well, he is he I I'll even t- go further. At Beth Page Black last year after um, after round, and, and he didn't play that well. It was the first playoff event, uh um in one of the rounds. He and his fiance were right by the putting green near the public and they probably spent twenty minutes talking to a canine officer about the dog about his dog and we're just hanging hanging out with this guy talking to dog and and, and and he he even asked some about hey, do you see this dog this is a cool dog? I'm like this guy is—he's a—he's a—he's a good egg, man. He really is. So for Elkington to to throw shade at him and criticize him on that because he missed the cut coming off a rib injury is anybody who's had a rib injury, you no, know, it's very painful.
3: And by I think the, that's ridiculous. And by the way, it was McElroy this week who actually came to the defense of the USGA. Yeah. We said, remember they're cutting back all the fescue, and Roy says, hey, like. Hit it better. Hit it better. You know, this is the tournament for the top 100 yeah. of the world. If you can't hit the fairway, well, you don't deserve to win this week, essentially.
2: Well, Elkington's got to keep himself relevant by being controversial. That's his deal.
3: I yeah. agree.
0: And I
2: agree. so he's trying to do that by attacking Rory McIlroy.
0: And, and if all players are firing on all cylinders, who's beating Rory? Jason Day, Rory McIlroy? Uh, J- Rory McIlroy gets going. You He You're can't right. be
3: beat. No, I, I would still say if you took everybody... Maybe I'll throw Dustin Johnson in there as a 1A, Man, 1B. True. If you said who's playing their A-plus golf, I'm probably taking McElroy first. Maybe him and Dustin Johnson at the top.
2: Well, they, they all say about Roy McElroy, it's his ball striking. He's one of the best drivers of the golf ball. He's insane. Wasn't to this watch. week, he's not a very good putter. Like, he's an average putter. But when he For two professionals. When he's hot and he got hot at the end of the year with the putter, um, you know, he won the FedEx Cup championship. But they all say his ball striking so good that it makes up for being an average putter. Where Jordan Spieth uh, was is when he was is a great putter. The one of the coolest things I've ever seen or watched is Rory McIlroy driving
0: the golf ball. In the I mean it's a I'm not you know I've seen a lot of stuff. He when he
3: lets a driver rip that is
1: yeah. pretty cool. To see. Cool.
3: I remember just the only interaction on a golf course I had with McIlroy was actually at that media day. I my group happened to be on one when Rory was on fourteen and of course there's people following him and cameras and everything and his gesture to us was he said he wanted us to hit tee off first he wanted to watch us and I was like oh my god so McElroy (laughs) saw me actually tee off at one on Oak Hill but pressure then we all stayed because we wanted to see because 14 for those that don't know it Oak Hill is a drivable possible drivable hole and he was going to take a couple swings at it and we wanted to see if he was going to get it up there and one of them I think did get up there but yeah I have had no interaction. Kevin, I know you recently, of course, have had quite a bit of um, interaction with tour players, and I don't really think anybody has negative things to say about McElroy. The only thing sometimes is he's in his press conferences or interviews, he might speak the truth more than maybe some people are, quote, comfortable with. Like when he talked about the Olympics and things like that, and I think he softened his stance on that a little bit. He congratulated Justin Rose and at the end I think realized maybe I should have been there, and that could have been just some of the, the scare Going on with what was going on yeah. in Rio than it sure. was maybe just his total stance on the playing in the Olympics. And that's as a, whole. a team
0: decision. That's not just his decision. That's made yeah. with his, you know, his agents and his you everybody. Know, good on him for firing back. Yes, yeah, you that know? made it fun. Yeah, <laughs> it I mean, did. plus he, he he did a great job firing yeah. back. Yes, <laughs> he did do a great job. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Tina Green live here at Tantara <laughs> in North Tonawanda. When we come back, Kevin Hofstetter from Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Are your clubs properly fitted, and do you have the right shaft on the club? If you want to know details about that, we're going to have that coming up. And don't forget, we're with you till 9, so a lot more U.S. Open talk and insight as we roll on here from Tantara with Kevin Sylvester, PJ Pro, Jeff Minas. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening to Tee to Green. Hope you're having a great Father's Day weekend, too, to all the dads out there. We'll be back with more in a moment on WGR. I'm going to go a little off the board. A, a name that we'll recognize, but maybe not a big name. I'll go, I'm going to go with Brooks Kepka this week. <laughs> 747, welcome back to T to Green. Ooh. Yes, that was my pick from last week. <laughs> and that was your reaction <laughs> to it, Jeff. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, because we do these picks all the time and because pretty much we're wrong all the time, has
2: anybody ever gotten one right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've gotten at least what? two right.
3: Well, he took – remember, Jeff, back took, in the day, took Tiger every major, so that really wasn't fair. Right. But, yeah, but I
0: picked the TPC the one year – I can't remember. I won, I won don't so many know. times. I don't, You've been I right don't so many times. Why would I – you know, it's just I'll win again. I'm not worried. That's right.
3: Listen, Kepka though was off the board. It was. Right. I will give you right. credit. Yeah, it now, was off the board,
0: and yes. as he's also halfway there. As you, you both astutely
3: reminded yes. me, it's only halfway home. Yes. Well, I have to look it's bon Jovi right now. next yeah. next week when Kepka finishes tied for 40 seconds. We're gonna forget about that sound bite, but right. oh, I had to play it now. Right. <laughs> you gotta play it now. Well you made him mi- cut it up for you. Jeez, the emails were a little rude. <laughs> no. That was Derek being a good producer. That wasn't me threatening him. Derek, please cut that up. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? You're like, I don't remember him saying that, Brian. I'm like, well, let's re-record it quick. Remember? I, in the 38th minute. That's right. I remember. 38th minute, five seconds in. Mm-hmm. That's right. There's anyway. only
2: a couple guys in the top ten I trust. That's right.
3: Let's let's uh, let's save yeah. that. And mo- we haven't okay. even mentioned a lot about Ricky Fowler. No, yeah. so I definitely want to do that because I think that'd be an incredible story. But uh, back here at TD Green, live at Tantara, Brian Colesiel, Kevin Sylvester, PJ Pro, Jeff Minas. Let's bring in Kevin Hofstetter, one of our presenting sponsors from Woods to Wedges. Great place to go inside the Whirly Golf Dome for all your club care. Good morning, Kevin. Good
1: morning, gentlemen. Thanks for having
2: By the way, Kevin's a guy I trust. Absolutely. And by the way. you should trust your, your golf club. So no. Kev, doubt. I got
0: a question for you. You know, a lot of people watch sure. golf and they're looking at all the equipment and stuff like that, because uh, they all want to hit the stuff that the tour players are hitting. When you watch golf, what do you do you look at what are you gonna look for? Do you look at the the, the heads, the brand, the what what are you looking what are you watching for when you watch golf?
1: Yeah, I like to watch to see what uh my customers customers to be coming in asking for. So, uh, you know, like the way <laughs> <laughs> Since so, you uh, won the Masters, uh, we cer- certainly had a lot of those uh, spider tour putters going out the door. In fact, I think they, were, they were back ordered for about uh,
3: two months after that. So
1: uh, whatever wins on Sunday, we're, we're going to get a big uh, demand for on Monday for sure.
3: Yeah, I think that that's really something that, you know, whether or not people agree with the actual company, the brand, the label, whatever, uh you know when Tiger was winning people wanted to play what he was hitting off the tee and well
0: still they didn't sell Nike clubs but I digress. But people did, but
3: people wanted to play it whether they did or not yeah, I think. True. I think yeah. that they wanted to be associated well maybe they sold more shirts because of it too yeah. but no, they but, sold a lot of
2: clubs and drivers I'm I'm sure they just uh aren't as good as the other ones.
3: True. That's true. But so Kevin w- the impact maybe from someone like you who's in the golf equipment business how big of an impact is it let's just say if a certain player wins, depending upon what kind of clubs they're playing?
1: Yes, certainly. I think uh, the companies are, are smart, and uh, all that money they're paying these players, uh, it certainly influences what, what people are looking to buy, uh, rightly or wrongly. I think the, the important thing is is that each one of those players has been uh, fit for the clubs that they play, been dialed in with the right heads, loft, shafts and just because that works for them doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for the the player that comes in to see us. Uh, So we really want to customize the equipment. Uh, There's a lot of great equipment, a lot of good companies, uh, more choices than ever, uh, tons of shafts, and so we want to fit the uh, player that that is in front of us on our TrackMan launch monitor. We can dial in the right head, the right loft, the right shaft so that they can optimize their game, not necessarily – who has the coolest commercial, or who wins
2: on Thunder? Kevin, I want to ask you about uh, um, Shaft and the driver because this is the second time it's really come up, but it's on the U.S. Open stage, so maybe even more people will ask you about this uh, length of shaft. Because Ricky Fowler has, you know, gone to a shorter length shaft, and he's finding more fairways with that, uh, more control. Uh, what do you what do you have to say about length of shaft? And if you, if you had people coming and ask you about that
1: yes i think more people now than ever i mean typically uh the the one thing that that people golfers will ask about is flex of the shaft um and while that's certainly a part of it, it it's not as uh maybe as important as the weight or length of the shaft and those are things that uh probably have the biggest influence over your dispersion your distance your control so when we're fitting dr- uh drivers in our studio at our track band uh, we're looking not only for which driver is going uh, the furthest, uh, which might be the customer's first uh, thought, um, but which one's going the most consistent and straightest, because uh, even though we might not be playing uh, U.S. Open style rough, uh, we, we certainly want to keep it in the short grass, so that's that's the, the, the primary concern.
3: Kevin Hofstetter from Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome with us here on to Green, along with Brian Colesio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Minas. We appreciate you being with us here today. So having that right shaft, even whether it's your driver or your irons, Kevin, I mean, just can we just talk a little bit more about the importance of that? I think that uh, that's something maybe people overlook. And how much value do you really put on something like that, having the right shaft for the clubs that you own?
1: Sure. Uh, One of the advantages we have uh, in our fitting studio with the wedges is we We have – over 10,000 shafts in head combinations. We literally have hundreds of shafts for drivers and irons, and it allows us to uh, provide a little bit more of a complete, precise set than uh, maybe uh, someplace where you just have a, a, a few shaft options, a few stock shafts, three or four, uh, typically in a, in a company sitting chart, uh, maybe up to a dozen. But we have literally hundreds of shafts, so uh, our unique system allows us to put any shaft in any uh, head with a, with a unique adapter. It allows us to try uh, lots of different combinations so we can really dial it in for the player. And it does have a big influence. We can take the same head and put you in a 70-gram extra stiff shaft versus a 50-gram lighter shaft, and you'll see a huge improvement in dispersion and accuracy once you fit the, the player to the right uh, weight and flex for them.
2: By the way, those new wedges I got are awesome, Kev. So thanks for helping me pick the right ones.
1: Excellent. That's what we like to have.
3: Hey, before uh we let Kevin go here, it's Father's Day weekend. We're going to do a giveaway, but because it's Father's Day weekend, we are looking for that extra special father, or I guess anyone listening here. It doesn't have to be just a father. Yeah, we don't want any bad dads. That's right. There. Only that's good right. dads. We are <laughs> going to have we, – we, we periodically throughout the year give, have great giveaways thanks to our friends at Woods to Wedges and Kevin Hofstetter. We have a double prize right now for Woods to Wedges. First, <laughs> you're going to get a fitting on the track, man. Which Kevin, I know we've done. Jeff, you've done. It's awesome, isn't it? Just, yeah, it's uh, it's, if you've never done it and you get to see all the data, yeah, just so, like, for the the engineer types out there. Right, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna go crazy.
2: Yeah, and this is great too for the guy maybe got a new driver, right. you know, recently doesn't have it adjusted right, you yeah. know, doesn't know what he's doing. Like they'll do this. They'll they'll they will hone it in for you.
3: And Kevin, a bonus, a free 40 minute golf lesson as well at Woods to Wedges. Some awesome! Dad, some dad's going to be happy.
2: You know, do the lesson first, then the TrackMan fitting second. Uh, right? Would you recommend that, Mister Hofstetter?
3: What's the order yeah, we want to do it in?
1: That makes our job even easier if you can uh, yeah. <laughs> do. If you do, I think that's the right way to do it. Get your swing kind of honed in, uh, and then uh, and then we'll go ahead and fit it.
3: All right. So, double prize here from Woods to Wedges TrackMan fitting forty minute golf lesson at Woods to Wedges. And we'll give it to the fifth caller at 803-0550. Derek Kramer back in our studio will get your information. Fifth caller, 803-0550. trackman man f- fitting and a 40-minute golf lesson from our friends at Woods to Wedges. That would make a great Father's Day gift for someone if you're looking for that. So, Kevin, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Happy Father's Day to you. And uh, keep you. doing the great stuff over at Woods to Wedges.
1: That
2: was great. Thanks a lot. Have a great one. All right, Kev. See you. All right
3: good place to go no doubt about it that track man I, I, data seeing that when i did that a few years ago with you guys and then did it again recently like I just love seeing the launch angle the path and the, and kevin's got you know a million different shaft club head sort yeah. of possibilities of hey let's interchange this let's try it yeah. with this shaft and see oh look at the number changed a little here like shaft is always going to be more important than the head <laughs> you know what happens is we
0: do a ton of fitting I do a ton of fitting people always go I hit a nine and a half driver well that means nothing there's <laughs> the, the the vendors measure them differently if the face is closed two degrees it adds two degrees of effective loft you really manipulate manipulate the ball flight with the shaft and and the, uh, the things are important that people don't think of especially with the drivers like how your sh- golf ball comes out of the air you know as it comes straight straight down you want to have it land at about a 30 degree 35 degree angle so you get the most carry the most roll um you know you may ah welcome to the world extra stiff shaft just because you hit it hard it's also how you load the shaft how you, you know, there's a million different uh variables when you're fitting so if you don't know what you're doing you definitely
3: want to want to have a professional do it yeah, woods to wedges inside the whirly golf dome custom fitting personal service at off the rack prices we uh, encourage you to do so there we'll tell you who our winner is when we come back again, fifth caller, it's probably done by now. I would guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, that didn't that, that last That's right. <laughs> so the phone lines are ready, dude. <laughs> That's right. So Derek will get us that information, and don't go anywhere. We got a f- another hour coming yes. up here on TD Green Live at Tantara, and I think by far, there's hands down no argument that the best story for golf. And us here at TD Green is if Ricky Fowler wins. We'll see if Kevin and Jeff agree when we come back. More U.S. Open talk. And coming up in the next hour, we'll talk about the web.com event. And we'll also give you a little information on custom turf. We'll get our Western York PGA tip of the week. I already disagree, and I'll tell you why when we Oh jeez, <laughs> what a what a radio Shot. professional. Hour <laughs> two, U.S. Open edition here on Father's Day weekend from Tantera of T to Green on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.